What's up, you beautiful fucking lusties? It's Love, Lust, and Badass Soul. I am King Hayes in the building, the king of content, the red bearded assassin, the dad by God. I'm in the building. And if I'm here, that means I am joined by my lovely, my beautiful, my sexy, the the bosom beauty herself, Miss Tia, is in the building. What's going on, lady? <laughs> hey. That's a new one. Oh, yeah. Beauty. Yeah, the bosom beauty. We got to get you a nickname. I can't just have my red bearded assassin nickname, and we ain't got you a nickname too. So yeah, the bosom beauty. Until we get something better, that's, that's, true. that's yeah. I'm all about synergy here. We got to be on the same page. Um, but uh, how's your week been, ma'am? Uh, it's been good. It's been good. It's been good. I won't complain this week. <laughs> Not this week. Maybe so you, next week, but so not this week. <laughs> What's been the best part of your week? Recording. That's my favorite part. It's like therapeutic for me. Recording is therapeutic. Yeah, I mean, it's supposed so to be, right? It should, it should be therapeutic for us. Exactly. Uh, that's what we do. Yeah, that's part of the reason why I like this. Love what we do so much and I don't get burnt out is because on top of anything else, it is always therapeutic. So, um, But... Uh, <laughs> so we before we get into like uh our therapy and, and into the good shit we got to start off with the fuckery right love love lust lust and that so finally been confirmed by megan herself that tori lanes was the one to indeed shoot her in the foot so she had a ig live i believe it was ig live video and then she talked about you know part of the reason why she didn't say anything to the cops because people were raising questions of well if he did shoot you why didn't you say anything when the cops showed up and this is what highlights the fact of like the black women carrying the burden of black men this woman was shot in her foot bleeding and what she could what she thought about was the fact that cops shoot unarmed black men all the time much less one that has a gun and shot somebody and you know her safety was involved in that as well she also talked about like worrying about her safety as well but like what better example can you find of a black woman looking out for black men when she's the one and this is why like i am the way i am about women who are abused or whatnot because they still a lot still do have this ideal of well i still need to protect the guy and listen that shit was just it was deep. What do you think? Am I making too much of it? Or do you agree with me on like the, the, the burden well, aspect of it? So as, as I was watching a live back, the moment she said that, it just all clicked. And I was like, if no one watches this and it doesn't make sense after this, then I don't know any other better way to break it down for you. Because that was exactly what the gripe is between mm -hmm. black men black women and the police and domestic issues so like it hurt my heart it hurt my heart i mean i get it because i've been there but i just need people to do better i need black men to do better yeah yeah for sure it, it's and it's something that 
you know, the fact that people are trying to say that she's lying about it or whatnot, and that whole idea of like, well, why didn't you say nothing then? We've, we, I don't know how many examples we have to have of people who are being victimized that a, even if she wasn't trying to protect Tori or she wasn't thinking about cops, listen, if you shoot me in my foot, there's a chance I'm probably going to be in shock, much less trying to think of anything else. So, like, there's a lot of aspects in, like, stop. This whole we need to believe women thing, it all sounds good and people are all for it until it's like their favorite artist or somebody, well, he would never do that. Listen, motherfuckers do shit every day that we would never think that they would do, especially men when it comes to women. I think you said that on a former episode too, is that we don't always know how our brothers treat women because they will, they try to hide that from the people that they're close with because they don't want to be viewed that way. And I get it. Tori, Tori is somebody who I I enjoy Tori's. Exactly. And I, I enjoy Tory Lane's music. But at this point, that whole cancel Tory Lane's thing, and you sent me a video early today that I watched the button B going off on it. If we allow Tory Lane to come because this isn't like a domestic violence issue where he like pushed her or they got in a tussle that we don't know about. There is no situation in which we we should be able to okay a man shooting a woman in the foot. Like I get the whole Della Reese thing and the Harlem Nice thing that was done for comedy and people want to make that that parallel. But this is real life. This man shot this woman in her fucking foot. Both of them. That sh- this shit's unforgivable to me. It's unforgivable. So Tory Lanez, for me, goes right in that same box as Art Kelly. If people, I, I've loved their music at some point, but I can't listen to it no more. I can't. I can't listen to you making love songs that were catchy as shit and you shooting women in their feet, bro. I can't do it. Yeah. First of all, why the feet? Like, why at all? But why the feet? Like, and then imagine, imagine how Megan feels. She's in a car with Tori with a gun. Two other people. She said that they were hella. We seen the helicopter view of her like mm-hmm. out getting out of the car and backing out with her hands up and her bleeding on the street. Like, imagine all of that happening. The sirens around. There's more than one police car. The last thing you want to do yourself is get shot because they're not just killing innocent black men they killing innocent black women too the police officer so she Mm -hmm. she didn't want to get killed she didn't want him or nobody else in the car to get shot by the police like and then you got to think about it too like depending on where you're from there is this whole no snitching code so maybe at one point she was like i'm from houston i know people got my back in houston maybe i'll just have my my goons take care of it as opposed to telling Mm. the police like, there's a lot of, of issues with how this happened and, and how it how it came about. Like, I, I really just want him to go to jail at this point. Is is yeah. the, the end all be all. Like, he gotta go. He gotta do time for that. And I don't know if it's been confirmed or not. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Now, I know there was, like, a post, but some of that shit doesn't be true. But has it been confirmed that he's actually been deported? I know I did read something before that said he was deported, but th- was that... Do you know if that was actually true or not? So I read, I read the same thing, but he ended up being in, I think, Orlando, somewhere okay. in Florida. So okay. I don't think he's deported yet. And then he has a court date here in October. So I don't know if they're going to deport him until his court date or if he's going to stay here until his court date. Well, he he probably would be best off in Canada because I tell you now, now that Bun B has spoken out and said shit, that he better not. In the, the state of Texas might as well be a black hole. For Tory Lanes because them them Houston motherfuckers, as we know, they don't play. That's that's all family down there. So like, I to- and then Bum B got reaped everywhere. So he really not safe nowhere. Yeah, he because Bum B while 
while they rep Houston, Texas, a Port Arthur, Texas mainly, and they've been in Texas for so long, people forget UGK started in Philly, I believe, right? So they, they, yeah, I think it was Philly or or somewhere outside of somewhere around that area. So yeah, Bumby got reach. Bumby's an OG in this game. There's people who have never even been to Houston, Texas that if Bumby says it, they going to do it. So you better watch yourself to her. So this whole thing has spurned up a, a spurned up conversations, um, and you know not people that are necessarily defending Tory, but I have seen black men, and this is going into our second topic that that you know the whole thing of protect black women has come up, and some just that natural progression of the conversation. Some men have said, why should black men feel obligated to protect women that they're not in a relationship with? Now I have a lot to say on this, but I'm gonna give it to you first, T. When you hear that as a black woman, that black man said basically saying, <laughs> if you if I'm not in a relationship with you. Fuck what you going through. That's how I take it. But what do what do you think when you hear that? Usa, Usa. It instantly pisses me off because mm-hmm. just like Bumby said, black women are on the forefront of every line when it comes to black men that you can think of. So for that not to be reciprocated, and don't get me wrong, it's not all black men. Like if you are in a relationship with a man, whether he's your brother, your husband, your boyfriend, your cousin, and he doesn't protect you, that's the issue too. But the fact that we stand up and and fight for men that don't belong to us, that is not in our family, like why can't that be reciprocated? What is the problem? Why do y'all have such a hard time wrapping your mind around the fact that we need to be... We are the most disrespected person, people, ever. Not black men, black women. So I don't... I don't. I mean, it just instantly pisses me off. Like, I don't even know what to say. I don't, I don't know what to say. This <laughs> brings me back to, like, the whole thing where some men say that, like, they didn't think or realize or... or that respecting women until they had daughters, right? It's kind of like the same mindset there um, when people kind of say stuff like that. But for you to, for for anyone to say, why should I protect a woman that I'm not in a relationship with? Just tells me that this is why you motherfuckers don't get it. And this is why we're so far behind. This is why our black women not only don't feel protected by black men, but also are fearful of black men. Because if you're telling me, why should you protect a woman you're not in a relationship with? That only, that says a lot too about how you treat women in general to me. So you're saying that like, basically you you don't, at least, and it, some people may feel like this is a leap. But when I, when I see that said, I take that as me, me, you also saying, well, why should I give a fuck? Why should I respect a woman if I'm not in a relationship with her? That shit ain't, that shit ain't cool. Like, you feel me? As men, we are protectors in general. We should be, right? And that doesn't just mean protecting just our circle. That means protecting our culture as a whole sometimes. And I know that's a big burden to take on, but that is what, as men, what we should be we should be doing. The women, as you said, have always been at the forefront of almost every cause in, in black history. So when we, if they can't stand, if they can stand up for us, we should, they should be able to be under of an umbrella of our protection while they're fighting our battles. Like, and that, that's before even getting into why black women are the ones that have to fight all our battles. Let's not even, cause that, that'll go down a rabbit hole. That's a whole episode. That's, that's a whole nother episode. Um, but why? Why, like, why do you feel comfortable as a man asking that question? You feel me? Me even typing it on this list, I tr- I was like, how can I reword this? How can I reword? And I'm not because this was what I've seen on social media, in tweets, in on Facebook groups. It's like, well, why should I protect a woman that's not mine? Man, what? Imagine if that was your daughter. 
Imagine if that was your daughter out and somebody was abusing her and there's a bunch, a group of black men or men in general around seeing this and they all say, well, she's not mine. Why should we say anything? But they got the camera out recording. Yeah, exactly. So now the whole fucking world, world star done seen it. Everybody done seen it. You would feel away as a black man to know that other black men were around your daughter or your wife or your cousin, who, your mother, whoever, and didn't help them. That right there should be enough for you to say, all right, I get it. I get it. Yeah. But no, no one gets it. They still don't get it. Like, I seen a meme today, and I think I saved it because I was going to post it on um, the Loveless and Badass page. And it says, Dear Males, and it's from women, is it safe to run to you, hug, and whisper in your ear if I suspect someone is following me? So that just makes me think, like, you know, I'm in the DMV where mm. human trafficking and sex trafficking is really big here. I'm a little, I'm five, one and a half, okay? I'm 160 pounds, if that, on a good day. They up big girls, all right? They snatching up small women that they can pick up and move around. If I suspect that someone is following me and I see another fellow in of me and I run up to him and want to be protected, am I going to get the response that all the men are having on social media? Like, well, damn, she's not my girl. Why should I care? Or are you just, are you going to let somebody snatch me up in front of you? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not feeling real good about black men right now in general. And and that's and that that's that's just that should say a lot to people people especially that follow you because a big part of your platform has always been uplifting black men, right? That's been something that mm-hmm. you've done since I've known you, and as it's been well documented, I've known you over half a decade at this point, and so like you've always been good at like understanding the plight of the black men, speaking about what black men go through. Like you you talk about what, like you you're you're very fair and shoot down the middle. So if someone who has vocally and used their platform to talk positively black, black about black men now say that they don't feel too good about black, black men should say a lot about where we are as a culture and and I've, and I've and I've made no mistakes about it there's a time in my past I was a womanizer I've never beat a woman but where I didn't give a damn about women I treated women any type of way and I didn't realize what I was doing and I, or I didn't think about it and so I speak out on that now and I and I say it in the sense of look this is what I've been through so I know that I know what black men are thinking I know what black men go through because I was there at one point but it takes you have to, it takes being intentional over wanting to protect black women. You have to be intentional about caring about what black women go through to 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 even try to understand. Like we will never understand everything a black woman goes through. Just like you will never fully understand what black men go through. But at the end of the day, you have to have sympathy. You have to show compassion. You have to be willing to stand up for our women. And if you're not, to me, that just says a lot about you as men. Like it's crazy. It's crazy the fact that and people you shouldn't have to have a daughter in order to understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where black men need to call out black men because women have been saying it for forever. So like like you guys saying it clearly doesn't go through, but us as black men, like we spend so much time not wanting to be looked at as as oh you breaking the bro code or you being a bitch right now that we don't speak out and hold our brothers accountable for the way that they treat women. Or like or we'll say to the woman, Oh, that's wrong, he did that. I don't know why, but you ain't saying shit to the man. Like like we need to check our people. Like flat out, bro- brothers, men, we need to check our other black men when you see them. And, and I hope someone who's close to like Tory Lanez is telling them, bro, you just fucked up. Like it's it's bad enough to be ostracized in the public eye. But like when it's the people close to you uh, that actually know you saying something like we need to speak out to our, when we see our brothers and our family treating these women like shit. 
And we also need to protect, like it's, it shouldn't, it shouldn't need to be said that if you see a black woman being um, pursued by a man aggressively or, or, or talk to down that, that we don't we don't step up for our black women like i don't i don't get what's what's so fucking hard about that shit i don't either it's very frustrating to say the least very frustrating and i feel like a lot of men that are like that that don't care about women and are womenizers and like like they hang with people that are like them so they don't have those people that are going to say you fucking up like they I don't feel like they purposely put themselves around people like that because they don't want to hear that they're doing something wrong. They don't want to hear that they need to change how they're doing. And that's the first thing. Like, one, niggas, y'all need to check your friends. Two, if you are the smartest person in your group or if everyone in your group thinks the same way, then you need to find another because everyone thinks the exact same way. There should be somebody smarter than you. There should be somebody with a little more sense. Like, y'all have to diversify your group. <laughs> Everybody can't can't think the same way. And that's what it is. Like they don't put themselves around people who tell them that they're fucking up. All of them do the same shit. And so and sometimes too, like people black men need to realize that women know what the fuck they're talking about. Like I have you in my circle. So if I if I know I'm there's something I'm not seeing, I could come and be like, Hey T, I'm not am I missing something here? And know that you're gonna give me the advice. I think also like some of it comes from because like black men uh, well men in general have a lot of this idea like they know everything, right? And we won't understand, but we're not gonna always we're not gonna learn to understand if we're not asking the woman that's close to us, like, hey, like what what do you think about this? Or like like us me and you having this conversation, like, oh, do you feel protected by black men? Like I could I could think I know the answer all day, but until I listen to a black woman speak on why she doesn't feel protected or why she's disappointed in black men, I I, I can't fully understand it. So like sometimes you just gotta shut the fuck up and listen, fellas. <laughs> yes, exactly. And this might be a little off, but this is one of the reasons. You know, Tory Lanez is what, 5'2", five, 5'3", five, like my height. Mm. And height doesn't exactly have everything to do with it, but this is one of the reasons I don't date short men. Because outside of, like, I can't feel protected with someone that is the exact same size as me. Like, we both little. What, <laughs> how are you going to protect me? Like I need somebody bigger than me, <laughs> burlier but you, than me. Like, but wait, I need to the only reason why that's good. that's not always true <laughs> is like look at look at Floyd Mayweather. Motherfuckers like what five four five five? No, I don't know how tall he is. Like, but so I, I mean, wouldn't deal with him because it's alleged that he beat the women that he fucked with. So it's it's it, where's the medium? Like where where is it? <laughs> But that, again, to me, that falls into the little man complex. But that's a whole other conversation for another day. That's okay. Well, damn. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's move into the next one. Let's let's get away from from this overly deep shit. Well, this is this is uh, it's more interesting and deeper third topic for today. So um, it was an article that I found right and coming up with this uh, <laughs> is and the question that's presented here is there an issue with having a work wife or work husband did you get a chance to read this full article i did not mm, but mm-mm. you need to start doing your research more often ma'am you be worried about slicking back that damn ponytail i need you to read these articles first of all <laughs> you didn't even have this done till today so let's not i sent okay? you this last <laughs> night ma'am first of all i sent you this last not. night yes i did this morning that's not true. Go back and look at it. I sent it to you last night. Is when I sent you the text saying the list is sent. Let me answer the goddamn question. <laughs> mm. Yeah, changing the subject. Go ahead. 
but <laughs> I don't. I, I think it depends on the level of what the work husband or wife does. You got some people that take that shit literal. Like you're basically my man or my my woman when I'm at work, and when I'm not at work, I'm with my real man or woman. Uh, it just it just depends. Like if it's just it's, okay, cool. Like you know. But if it's something serious, like if y'all are fucking on the job, if y'all are flirting to the point where after work y'all are having sex, that is where the problem comes in. But if it's innocent, like somebody just like they drop you off lunch one day because you can't get away from your desk or, you know, y'all just got a cool work relationship. Because sometimes you build good work relationships with people. You don't necessarily talk to them out of work, but at work y'all are really cool. And I think that's okay. But it also has a lot to do with trust. Like, do you trust your partner? So if you and I were dating, I know you're not the type of person, you're, you're you're not a cheater. And you are very good at, like, carrying the shit out of somebody if you see that they are trying their hand when you are in something. So I wouldn't have to worry about no shit like that with you. But with somebody that I might already have trust issues with, then I, I would feel away. See, the thing with me is, and the, well, in, in this article, it doesn't even say about somebody sleeping. It basically says that the reason why uh, work, wife, and husband relationships are dangerous, it's, it, it kind of puts the onus on the men, specifically saying that, like, you spend more time at work than at home, technically, and about emotional attachments and stuff like this. And I have a, I agree with some of it, but also I have some issues with it because it, it kind of just supports the idea that black I mean, well, men and women can't just have friendships. Like, I get it that some work, work, wife, husband relationships do go into more. But I like people can be friends without sleeping together. So I don't think like the whole concept of it of it just being dangerous in general. That's why you kind of have to a know who you're with, like kind of like what you said. But on top of it, like if your people are just friends, then just be friends. Um, and like like the. You know, calling somebody work wife or work husband, I can understand. Well, like if somebody's actually married, they would have an issue with their spouse referring to it as that. But the way I look at it is, just, it's just people who are friendly at work. Like I've had people that I've called my work wife that I didn't even talk to outside of work. Like legit, we were just friends <laughs> at work. We've never even. I don't have. I don't have. I've never had their phone number. We've never met up. Like nothing like that. Like other than like work things where like the whole department is at like a Christmas party or whatever. So like for me. And I've known other people in the same way that it's never turned into anything else. So just saying that it's automatically wrong kind of like to me makes it seem like men are, are so emotionally vulnerable that just having a friend of the opposite sex can then mean you're longing after that person. And that's not always true. I don't like that that narrative being out there. But I do understand that some people do use that work wife thing to be to kind of feel like, well, when they're away from home, they basically treat that person like a person that they're in a relationship with. And that is inherently wrong. So the article made it more so that the men. Yeah, it says specifically men, men, men are men at more at risk and need to watch out for it because it basically says that there's an open door into your relationship. Basically saying that men are men are it basically painted men as being so emotionally vulnerable that just having someone else to to lean on emotionally means that you're going to cheat, and that's not correct. I don't like that narrative at all. I mean, I I'm surprised they didn't say that that for the women but i can see i can see how i can i can get that well there you have it i ain't never had no work husband well no it is a guy work now that i call my work husband but i would never date him i just be playing like that's what i said it depends on who you who you with who you talking to he's the indian guy i would never date anyone besides a black man i just you know (laughs) 
Oh my God, you didn't. You could have left that part out. But uh, <laughs> all right, let's move on from that. Uh, for those who have work husband, work wives, I like to hear some stories about people who just have kept it platonic and just at work. Um, because like whatever. Um, moving into the second, this is a story that you posted in our group chat, right? Yeah. Wow. And this shit was wild. Listen. So this woman told the story of how she was raped at the age of nine by a deacon at her church. Um, and she told her mother, her mother basically labeled her as fast. They said that it was her fault and then sent her away with the man who, uh, who she accused of raping her. And then she said that basically before they can even make it out of town, he pulled over and raped her in the car while she was pregnant. She became pregnant by this guy was basically forced to marry her. her. It's like a horror story. Her mom ba- her mom basically signed over her rights to her daughter to marry this man, went over in a different county after the marriage license was not, was not granted. This is just fucking crazy. This is insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's how do you forgive your family for some shit like that? Like, I would never, ever... Like, it would take God to come down off the throne to tell me to talk to my family again after they let that shit slide. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. But allegedly, like, the teachers knew because she was still going to school at some point. So the teachers knew. The other church members knew. Like, everybody knew. And they made it seem like, her mom made it seem like she was the fast one to everybody. So not only did she have to deal with the trauma of being raped and have to marry her rapist, and had what they had three or four kids by him but the whole church where she's supposed to feel protected looked at yeah. her like she was a fast ass and this just goes back and forth back to like how like that old school mentality in like especially uh th- was this this was in the uk it wasn't even in the south but like like it's just it was so dangerous and toxic right because and this is why you hear the things now of like believe women because hell people's own mothers didn't believe them like this man was raping your daughter right underneath your nose and you and my thing is even if you did want to send her away if you thought she was fast or whatever why would you send her with the person that she is accusing of rape like in what world does that make sense but you know what, too? It's all, like, you know, those old school people, they feel like the people in the church can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. Like now, these days you see like pastors, you know, coming out with like mistresses and you find out they've been abusing their wives and they got side babies from girls in the church. Like back in the day, people, they either thought it could never happen to the leaders in the church like oh they would never or they knew about it and they just swept it under the rug because in the church you're not supposed to be looked at as as the bad guy mm. but either way the shit was toxic as fuck toxic as hell and like i said at this point like i just i think about like that's one of my fears one of my fears is being raped because if you there's so many women that get pregnant with their rapist baby. Mm-hmm. And I applaud the women that decide to keep the kids. But how can you look your kids in the eye knowing, like, for her specifically, like, all of this shit went down. And you still have to love them because they're your kid. Like, the, the mental trauma that this woman is probably still going through is mind-boggling to me. Like, I can't even begin to wrap my mind around what mm-hmm. she's still going with that shit. Yeah. That's crazy. That's just yeah, I I can't. I mean, but you know, the story did have. She eventually did get away. 
She got her divorce. She mm-hmm. raised her kids. She got away from all that. But like that is like living in hell for somebody to 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 be married and bound to the person who's been raping you since you were nine years old and that you had four children by all through rape basically like that shit is crazy and you gotta look them kids in the face every day and still raise them so every time you look at your kids you see your ex-husband your ex rape like i i i done been through a lot of therapy in my life i don't know if i would be able to get past that one (laughs) that that is that's that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy, man. All right. Uh, I, I, it sucks to kind of leave off from that one, but we got to get into our first break. Before that, we got to get into our cookie of the week. Yes. Are you ready? <laughs> Did you go yeah, look sure. her up? Oh, you are. Yeah. Okay. So this week's cookie of the week is Miss Artillery. She is based out of New Haven, Connecticut. She just started her own business, so she does like um, like the bladder rack pills and the sea moss pills and all that. So check her out on Instagram. It's Miss Artillery, A R T I L L E R Y. I don't know about her feet before Hayes asked me. I know I don't know what her feet look like. I think they are right, but <laughs> gorgeous girl, very business minded. Um, she is trying to be a nurse she wants to do um she wants to be a midwife so she's taking classes for that she's into the whole natural like she's like an urban erica badu type of woman she's awesome so check her out miss artillery on instagram Mm. all right we're gonna get into our break when we come back we're gonna be answering listener emails we'll be right back yo this is your boy franco and it's your boy ray d aka the pod god and we are the host of dad's Dad's talking Talking shit Shit podcast we're gonna say dad's talking shit podcast Let's just say dad's talking shit. You're right. You know it's a podcast. You're right. We're a podcast that talks about everything and anything. Anything from pop culture to politics to social justice to sports, our children, livelihood. It is this podcast is definitely not for solely dads. No, it's for women as well. We got a lot of mom dads out here anyways. Mothers taking the place of fathers, so I was gonna say, wait, mom dads. That doesn't make sense. It does. Mom dads. Pretty much this podcast for anybody and everybody. So you can check us out on all major streaming platforms, iTunes, Speaker, iHeartRadio. You can also follow us on all social media platforms. Instagram. I didn't even say Dad's Talking Shit. With Dad's Talking Shit. Instagram. Dad's Talking Shit. Facebook. Dad's Talking Shit. Twitter. Dad's Talking Shit. And it's our Gmail. Yeah, you can Gmail us. All right, y'all. Tune in. Salute. Salute. <laughs> all right, so we're back with our... Uh question sent in from our listeners this first one that we have is i think my husband might be cheating on me how do i know for sure motherfucker if you got to ask the question usually that means that there's something going on there but um let me read this i have been married to my husband for two years together for eight the first year was great but since i've gotten pregnant he's been acting distant and cold he has this best friend dan who's been hanging hanging around with a lot recently i wouldn't usually care if he hangs around his friends but dan caught cheating dan got caught cheating by his wife susan and he was used he used my husband as his alibi when dan's wife told me what happened i asked my husband if he really covered for him and he claimed he didn't know he was cheating but was just doing him a favor because susan was controlling i don't believe i i don't believe he didn't know he and dan are close i feel like if he was having an affair he would have told my husband 
Dan also has a new group of friends who my husband has started to hang around too. This group includes a girl, Amy, who I met once and she came over to drop something off for my husband. She was cold and low-key rude to me. When she left, I mentioned it to my husband and he shrugged it off and said he never noticed it. We had Dan and Susan over a few days uh, ago. We were talking about about kids and susan asked me how many we were planning to have i answered at least two dan turned to my husband and and mumbled a joke about how amy wouldn't like that my husband just smirked and they both laughed it off (laughs) i don't think that they realized i had heard what he said at the end of the day susan also approached uh, me when the boys were in the other room and confessed she thinks dan is cheating again she asked me not to mention it to my husband and she was planning to find evidence for a potential divorce i don't know if i'm projecting what's happening in that relationship onto mine and it's making me paranoid he isn't secretive over his phone and he doesn't even have a passcode on it i haven't tried to snoop but i feel like he would be more careful with it if there was anything worth finding. He has always taken care of his appearance, so nothing has changed there. I never suspected him before, and our relationship has been great up until now. Do you think I'm being paranoid? Shall I just drop it? How do I know if he's cheating? So I confronted him the other day, and he tried to brush it off, saying it was just a business trip. I told him he should have told me she was there, and he told me I was being ridiculous, and he wasn't going to check beforehand to see if any girls... Oh, wait. Sorry. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, that that yeah, that's part of an old email that didn't get released. So it's just shit. The end of this is shall I drop it? How do I know if he's cheating? What do you think, uh, lady? He doing something. I don't see. He here's the thing. Something. Here's the thing, and I'm and this is me. You know, I I think people at this point know I'm not one to try to defend men, right? I think that it could be a mixture of things. I definitely think that. You know, because you start looking at people that they are the company that they keep. So you knowing that him his friend is cheating, you could very well think that. Um, and, and it, that you could be projecting that onto it on top of it. Um, I mean, you are pregnant. And the thing is, is that sometimes that causes hormones and I'm not trying to judge or anything. So it could be some of that going on, but then also Pat, it could be the fact, you, go ahead. Let me tell you where she ain't projecting nothing. Okay. When she overheard Dan say, Amy wouldn't like that. That was all she needed. <laughs> right. That's there. not true. Because <laughs> here, and here, here's why she was here here's see here's why i don't think that that's necessary because like i my friends me my closest friends we joke like what what that could mean is that amy could like her husband but her husband is not entertaining it so that's what could he could be saying by oh amy wouldn't like that because maybe they have talked and he knows well amy is interested in me but i'm not on that i'm keeping it strictly friendly so that could be what it, it's not necessarily that something's going on that her husband has to be doing something wrong with somebody that you know is attracted to you in that way because what are you talking about because you can't control other people like so th- this and this yeah. maybe it's just me i i have no pro- problems and some some of the people that have been attracted to me beforehand maybe when we first met and as as the time has gone on and they see that that door is not open i've had relationships that's, that's lasted years with people who initially started it off by being attracted to me but the way that i handled it and proceeded with it made made us be a strictly platonic relationship so maybe they were they were attracted to me the first six to eight months that i've known them but then we've gone on to have year-long friendships where it's been strictly platonic and they've respected my relationship so i like that that, i don't i don't think you necessarily have to have to end a relationship because of that i hear you but i also know how women are and how women can be to me I would just, you just gotta ask the questions. Like, it seemed like you're doing XYZ. You got this new group of friends that I don't know. The girl, Amy, and first of all, 
any female friends that your man got is supposed to respect you and whatever relationship y'all got going on. For mm. her to come to your house and barely speak and be rude and him to brush it off, that's issue number one for me. Number one. Number two was the whole Amy wouldn't like that joke. And number three, just because he didn't put a passcode on his phone now all of a sudden does not mean that he ain't doing shit. Because a smart person wouldn't change up what they've been doing because they don't want to be caught on to. So if you feel like you want to go through the phone, I mean, that is your husband. You have every right to go through the phone. But I would ask questions because it, it just, it seems fishy to me. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like know. It. I mean, I, I just, like I said, I understand what she, like, I'm not trying to say that any of her points wouldn't raise a concern, but I'm just trying to give counterpoints to where it doesn't necessarily mean that something extra, like your husband's cheating on you. But I don't, I don't think there's anything. It's, it's but, too many points. It not, it's not really. It, to me, it's not really. Like, friends make jokes to each other. That 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 isn't a red flag to me. Now, her being rude, she could just be a rude person. Like, the thing is, I don't have the expectation that everyone, not everyone is going to get along. Now, she says that it was she was low-key rude. We don't know exactly what was said. So maybe if I knew that, that more detail, I can get on that. But, like, I can come off rude to some people because, A, I'm quiet. I'm not very sociable. Like, and I, there, there are times where I have come off rude to people. No, but see that that's that's the thing. You're putting your perception on that. Not some people some people do take it as being rude if you don't make small talk. Like maybe she tried to make small talk and she may be and Amy may be somebody like me who just that small talk shit goes over her head. Maybe in her mind she wasn't necessarily being rude. She just doesn't do small talk. She was there to drop something off. She doesn't know his wife, so she dropped it off and kept it moving. No, fuck that. <laughs> Ask your husband what the fuck is going on. <laughs> They I mean, yeah, definitely. That's that's the no. Nah, that should be off too, because y'all y'all scream women's intuition every hey, time hey, beforehand. Hey. But when y'all falling in love and dealing with somebody who you find out was was fucking you over for for six years, where was y'all intuition then? Like that that women's intuition shit is a myth. That women's intuition shit is a myth. Y'all use that intuition shit after the fact. Y'all use women's intuition after the fact. You'll be like, oh. Well, yeah, women's intuition, I should have known. No, intuition means that you know beforehand. Every time a woman, talk, a woman talks about women's intuition, it's always after the fact. Oh, yeah, women's intuition. Y'all intuition sucks ass then. No, let's talk about that next week because I have very good points for that conversation. And I did a live on this a few weeks ago. So let's revisit that. We're going to put a pin in that. That's not <laughs> All right, cool. But as far as like the question at the end, do you think I'm being paranoid? I think you could be. I'm not saying that you are. I'm saying that there, there are things there that you could be being paranoid. It could be highlighted. It could be heightened right now. I'm not saying yes or no. Should you just drop it? Fuck no, you shouldn't just drop it. You need to talk to your husband. You send in an email question, you need to be talking to him. Everything, present everything. You Matter of fact, print out this email, hand it to him. That's all you need to do and see how he addresses it. Like for real, like pe like like the same thing. Like, and it's just this is what one thing in relationships that bother me. People talk more openly to like their friends or whatever about things that are going on to their relationship, but then don't talk to their partner as openly. Like they expect them to pick up on certain hints, and like it's just gonna put just like you word it to your girls or whatever. You needed to word it to that nigga and be like, look, this is what I'm. This is what I've noticed. This is my concern about it. A, what what do you think? What do you feel? And then more importantly, what the fuck are you gonna do about it? No, sit him down. I'm I'm still something from Super Sense. Sit him down. 
don't be rude, don't be mean, don't be disrespectful, and just be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? That's what I would do. But yeah, you can show them the email. That's a nicer way to do it. Sure. Yeah. Ask them. Talk to them. You're not. I don't think you're being paranoid. Fair enough. Fair enough. And if you are, he should be doing whatever he can to show and prove to you that that's not what, like what you think is not the case. Yeah. I mean, that, well, that's what well, my thing. And I have a difference of opinion with that too. Like, I get it. Like, a he should address it. He should address it in a way that makes you feel like he hears. Your concerns, he understands where you're coming from, but we got to stop thinking that just because we have a concern with something that it automatically means our partner should change. Because if he's doing everything right, and he's and even if he knows that she's attracted to him, but he's making he's handling it the way that he's supposed to, you don't necessarily have to change anything. Sometimes it just needs to be. I understand your concern. I'm already. This is what I'm doing about it, and this is where it is. Like I, I'm not one of the things that automatically because somebody comes to you. Like because sometimes some of those concerns that we have, even with me, I'll say it's more so we need to change our mindset. So I, 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 don't, I, I get it. A conversation definitely needs to be had, and he and you need to know that he hears your concerns and that he understands them, and that what what his answer is, deal with it occur accordingly after that. But like I said, maybe it's because throughout this email, I don't see anything that necessarily says for sure that something inappropriate is going on. That I just don't I just don't see it. So <laughs> but let's move let's move on to email number two, Tia. This one's all you. Yeah, because I yeah. Okay. <laughs> How do I confront my boyfriend? He poops multiple times a day for at least 30 minutes. I know for a fact He's masturbating because he said he does it at least once daily. The fact that he masturbates doesn't bother me. It's normal and healthy. It's the fact that we live together and he never asked me for help. I'd be more ha I'd be more than happy to. When we first got into a relationship a year ago, he told me that he had a very high sex drive, as do I. So I figured we'd have a lot of sex. We have sex maybe two or three times a week. That's not a lot. Um, mm -hmm. I. I would have sex daily, and he knows that. It just upsets me that he's in the bathroom getting off to girls on Reddit where we could be having sex, or I could at least be getting him off. So how do I confront him or go about having this discussion with him? I don't want to offend him, but I want to feel wanted. Do you want to go first? Listen. Let that man jack off in peace. <laughs> I, I thirty minute poops several times a day. Listen, that nigga's either super backed up or he, uh, yeah, he's he's definitely in there masturbating. So what? Positive and negative of this, right? So if there's something that's going on that he would rather masturbate multiple times a day than have sex with you, and you're offering it at least once a day, then maybe that means that something is off in the intimacy department that that he's not getting. And maybe he it's on him to verbalize that to you. But maybe it's something that that while you're just ready to go or whatever, that it's something you're doing that or that's let me not say that you're doing because that makes it puts the onus on you. But maybe there's something in y'all sexual relationship that he's missing that yeah he needs to communicate to you rather than just going in the bathroom and jacking off but try to look at it that way try not to look at it in the sense of like like it's it's a negative per se or like something's wrong with him like men intimacy is a hard thing to talk to for some people right it, it is it shouldn't be i know we say that you should be able to talk if you're sticking your dick in somebody you should at least be able to talk to them about how you feel but it's it, it is for some people it, it it exactly should but it is for some people um so maybe that's what it is maybe it's just something that he really wants that 
that he's not getting from you guys in sexual relationship that he just hasn't learned how to verbalize yet. So try to create a, 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 a safe space for him to talk to you about this. So when you go in talking to him, don't go in attacking him. Don't go in coming on coming for his head go in with the sense of you're of trying to gain an understanding of why it's happening so then you can decide how to go about it and fix it together make him a part of the solution not just zeroing in on him being the problem now that's that's the 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 right side of my mind talking right so the other side of it goes to maybe he's into some fucking weird shit that he knows you're not going to be into i'm just saying maybe he's in there jacking off to some fucking god knows what right but he doesn't feel like you're gonna be into it um maybe maybe i don't know i don't know like some something your mind may go to is maybe he's cheating maybe he's getting sex sex from another woman like it's a lot of of negative places you can go with that but the key thing is you have to first have that conversation try to create that safe space so he can talk to you about it now if he brushes it off that makes it a bigger red flag to me. But if you present it like, hey, babe, I noticed that you're doing this. This is my fear. I think you're in there jacking off. It makes me feel like I'm not satisfying you. So what can we do to make it to where you're more satisfied by our sexual relationship rather than just coming at him like, nigga, why are you in there jacking off all the time? Like, it's the way that you that you present it. What do you think to you? I agree with you. Um, listen, I have a sex drive, too. For both of y'all to have high sex drives and only have sex two or three times a week, that is not a lot. So I can safely assume that not just you, but both of y'all is backed up, okay? Um, number two, like Hey said, present it in a way to where you make him a part of the solution and be understanding. Like, do it to understand, not to talk down to him and make it seem like his fault. The other thing is sometimes, even if you are having sex every day, sometimes niggas just want to jerk off by themselves. Sometimes, do you understand how physical it is for men to have sex with us? Like they do most of the work. So sometimes they don't feel like doing a whole lot of work. They just want to sit on the side of the tub or sit on the toilet and do their business. They don't want to be pushed doing push-ups for 30, 45 minutes straight. They don't they don't feel like the, the extra, the hoopla. Sometimes mm -hmm. they just want to do their own shit in peace. Let him do that. But also let him like help help show him that you need more as well. Like two or three times a week is not enough for you. And that y'all have to get on the same page some way. Maybe go to the sex shop. Maybe do dinner or something in an area where a sex store is. And then say, oh, it's this cute little shop around the corner. Let's stop in here real quick. And kind of just casually walk around show him things that you may like or may be interested in and maybe he'll open up that way too but um for the most part i'm, I'm with Hayes on this one okay cool all right well we are actually we are in agreement on that one where i feel like we were kind of more on the opposite ends of the spectrum of their first email let's get into the last email for today <laughs> because <laughs> I don't know where I, I, I don't know where I'm going to go with this one. I'm still wrapping my mind around it after I put it on the list. So the title of this one, my uh, boyfriend slept at his girlfriend's house with another guy, which once I read that title, I thought it was going to go way different than what it did. Like you say that he slept with another guy that, like this and it's 2020. My mind went into some dark places, but this rest, yeah. this, this read. So my boyfriend and I have been in a committed relationship for three years. 
Um, and about two worth of our relationship has been spent long distance. He's currently completing some school works in a hospital with another female he's known from school. Uh, met them after we became exclusive. He'll hang around them after work or weekends. They'll go for a bite to eat. This initially bothered me, but I feel I've come to accept it. I told him I ma it made me uncomfortable, and we came to agreement that he can hang out with these female friends, but he couldn't get drunk with them. And there is sometimes another guy who will also tag along. All of these female friends know he's in a committed relationship. However, he told me earlier today that he slept at his friend's house, two girls, with one of his other guy friends. They really, it, This really bothered me, and I initially set the boundary that he can't sleep over at any girl's house. He said, he said that to Uber back to his apartment would have cost him $50, and he slept on the floor with the other guy friend. Now I'm starting to think, was my boundary more so a form of control? I don't want to be a controlling. I don't want to be controlling, but this situation makes me really uncomfortable. He agreed that he would respect the boundary, but I get the sense that he's not happy about it, and and now it's inconvenient for him to Uber home on nights out across town. Clearly, I have signs of codependency and perhaps lack of trust in the relationship. I want to. Res I want him to respect my feelings by having a boundary in place, but also respecting his autonomy as well as I have no idea how to do this in this terms of this situation. What do you think? does she automatically go to I have issues of codependency and trust in a relationship I don't care how much trust you got with somebody in a relationship if they are constantly like mm -hmm. daily doing something with people of the opposite sex and you are not in the same space as them to where you could just show up like you said y'all a long distance that would make anybody feel away so mm -hmm. I don't think it has shit to do with codependency uh, uh. I don't know. I, I I couldn't do it. I don't. I feel like she she accepted it. Like she tried to wrap her mind around the fact that they could just be friends. So I give her that. Like she didn't just automatically go into jealous mode, which is cool. But he's not respecting the boundaries. Like fifty dollars. Shit. You could have called me. I would have gave you fifty dollars to take your ass back home. Why did you feel comfortable? Sleeping at somebody, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like it. I, I don't feel comfortable with that either. So I can I, understand anybody anybody feeling uncomfortable with their partner spending the night at someone of the opposite sex house. Like, unless it's somebody that you literally grew up with and, like, y'all took baths together as kids because y'all mothers just raised y'all, like... But anybody being a little put off by their, their significant other spending the night of someone of the opposite sex house... I think anybody can can say, you know what? That's a reasonable issue to have, right? And I also yeah. think like this is this brings another concern. Why are you getting so drunk that you can't go the fuck home? That's an issue with like yeah. what what's what's up with you drinking? <laughs> like why are you drinking that bad? You a grown ass person with jobs and responsibilities. And then my thing is is where's the middle ground? So then if you know that that your Uber is 50 dollars or whatnot, and if your friends have cars, a why can't you do a designated driver, or why can't you? Why can't they come over your house for drinks so then they can go the fuck home? There's a lot yeah, of different see, ways you can go ahead. This brings me back to one of the situations I used to have. One of my exes, he was he drunk all the time, and mm. I was, I'm not very um, micromanaging in relationships. I, I feel like what you tell me, I'm going to trust until you give me reason not to. Mm. So. He would go out with friends and get drunk and then spend the night out. And he would say he was at his mom's house or his friends, whatever. But that used to be my argument, too. Like what you said, if you know that you got a girl, especially if you, a girl that you live with, 
Why mm-hmm. would you get so drunk to the point where you can't function enough to get your ass back in the house? And you already know she's going to have an attitude if you stay out. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, why, why do you put yourself in situations that you know is going to be an issue? I don't understand it. Yeah. Like you said, he, they could have went to a bar or somewhere that was closer to where he didn't have to drive as far. If they that close, he could have took one of his friend's cars and drove home just so he could be in his house and then brought the car back the next day when everybody woke up. Like, why do you feel like it's okay to spend a night? Like, she already lets you, she's already okay with you meeting these girlfriends after y'all was already in a relationship and becoming friends with them. She already is okay with the fact that you are living with this girl, these girls, and now you're, you're, I feel like he's pushing the boundary to see how far he can go with her. And eventually, shit like that, you do end up cheating. And mm-hmm. I feel like she she needs to set the hard lines. Like, this is this is too much. Like, yeah. you keep inching her forward to see how far she's going to go, and I don't like that. Because to me, she being real lax. Like, the fact yeah. that she let him live, that's, that's lax. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, well, there you have it. Uh, I, yeah, I, 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 and, and I like the fact that she actually sees that she may be being controlling because a lot of people won't even identify that. Like, I think that at some point you like people are grown, right? You can't make anybody do anything. So just the fact that she's even doing that shows that she's probably more, she's probably more reasonable than a lot of people are being in the situation because a lot of people only see the fact you slept over a girl's house. Fuck all that, that other shit. <laughs> so the fact that she's even trying to think through it and saying that, you know, I, I can admit I have some codependency issues seems like she she would probably be a reasonable person to try to have have this conversation with. But at least in, in just this situation, I think that maybe there are probably more things in, her, in their relationship going on than what's just in this letter. Um, but as far as just what was written in here. That shouldn't be that hard for you not to stay here. Like, I, I just don't see why, why, it's, why this would be something that's hard to compromise over. Either go out, don't, don't drink enough to make sure you can get home, or when you feel yourself getting too bad, go the fuck home. Meet at a bar that's closer to your apartment so that way you can either, you can either walk home or whatnot, or drink over your fucking house. Invite them over your house. Like, I don't get why that, this, this situation of you just wanting to drink with your friends should be easy to fix. This isn't something where it's like she's telling you not to have the friends at all. Or she's saying, right. like, I don't want you around any women. That's the stuff I that's unreasonable. Like very yeah. reasonable. Yeah. That's, and yeah. it seems like at this point, drinking with his friends is more important than his relationship. It's like, what, what is, what's happening? Yeah. But yeah, have the conversation. Shit. Like, hey, save the last person. Show him this email. <laughs> Yeah. And start the conversation from there, because this is a very well written email. Yeah, I mean, Tell she she pre- <laughs> and the and like th- this is what this is how I would love for somebody that I'm talking to to present their issues with me to say, hey, this is my issue. I understand that maybe I'm looking at it this way because I have a codependency to to codependency thing. Like you're because you you've 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 basically eliminated any and all room for gray. You're saying, look, I know that some of this may be on me. This is my issue. This is like the perfect way to present something to to the to your partner. I would love for the person I want to present stuff like this. So yeah, so good luck, girl. Yeah, hey, you. She did her thing on here. Like she she's she seems like this is a very a very and then like on top of that, like most of the relationship being long distance, like the that is that would be a sucky feeling to know that like you guys are long distance because he's at school, you're working, whatever else, and like the one thing that you're asking him 
is to not sleep over the opposite sex house and they just can't like that's just too much like stress to put on an already like long distance is already stressful so like yeah get your shit together blessings (laughs) all right well that's it we did this did the damn thing this week Tia, give them your social media any part and words anything on your mind and then let's get the fuck out of here <sighs> no, y'all can follow me at the first lady D A F I R S T underscore L A D I on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H A I Z E. You can follow us collectively at Love Lust and BAS Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, love lust and BAS at gmo.com. Uh also we still do have the hotline at 614-547-2039. Um also we have an announcement coming. We got so before, you know, Love Lust and Badass O kind of went by the wayside because of like co-host changing. We had a Patreon. We're actually gonna be relaunching that Patreon with even more exclusive. Tia, do you want to tell them what we're, what we're relaunching the Patreon with and what they can look forward to starting next month? Well, I don't remember everything because it's a lot. But <laughs> it'll be merch. It'll be um, like a happy hour crew type of conversation once a month. So we have some of our other friends coming in to join the conversation once a month. And it'll be like a happy hour type thing. And then we will be doing exclusive episodes with each other where you get a little more insight to us in certain situations that we might have been in um, in our past. So you get to know us a little better. Okay. And yeah, me, you can, no, I mean, so what we're doing, we're, we'll be having, um, me and Tia doing an exclusive episode once a month. Uh, the, the different tiers of that, you can go to, go to the Patreon when we, when we officially launch it and see it, you can get that, the exclusive episode audio only, you can get video only. We're also going to be, uh, in one tier, we're going to be having our, all of our recordings, the, the candid version of it with that out, no outtakes, no nothing, just the straight recording. Um, and then we're also going to be doing podcasts with a group of our friends that's going to be exclusive on there. So you're going to be getting two exclusive episodes a month. Uh, one with just me and Tia. One is a more dis- uh, panel-type group discussion. Uh, two men, two women. Uh, it's going to be really, really fun. It's going to be really fun. I'm interested to see what kind of feedback we get from that that group yeah. panel discussion. For sure, for sure. <laughs> We've been working on this. Characters. Yeah, we've been working on this for a while. Uh, we wanted to get it into a place before we officially announced it. So, uh, you know, we're announcing the tears and everything when we start that off at the beginning of the next month. But it's coming, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be really, really fun. Very fun. I'm looking forward to it. Definitely. Well, that's it. This has been another lo- episode of Love, Lesson, Badass. So we are out this bitch. Peace. <laughs>